Hello, everyone. It's me, Allison. The show is about to start, but just real fast, a quick reminder. I want to tell you guys, um, if you are doing some shopping, perhaps some Black Friday shopping, holiday shopping, etc. Like Christmas type uh, shopping? Christmas type, any sort of shopping at all. I have put together some lists on Amazon. Lists with things stuff. on them? Daniel, just... <laughs> Pipe down for one second. (laughs) Beauty stuff, makeup stuff, home stuff, kids stuff, podcast equipment, books I recommend, all of this stuff. And Daniel's stuff? Oh, yeah. Daniel's Corner, where I put stuff that I know that he likes. But Daniel has recently gotten way more involved. And he put together a special Christmas spectacular gift guide for you. You guys will not even believe it. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what's on there, but it's literally uh, some things. Lots of things. And well, a whole big stuff. caption explaining if his you process. you know someone who's exactly like me, they are going to love it. And here's where you go to see all of this. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. And we'll be adding to it. It's nonstop, you guys. Yeah. Okay, here's the show. Bye. You guys, I lied. I said the show was starting right now, but I have one more quick announcement. I'm co-hosting a new podcast. It's brand new. It's called Upworthy Weekly. I'm co-hosting it with a guy named Todd Perry, who I'm having so much fun with, although he is wrong about so many things, especially Christmas music, but also other stuff. But anyway, uh, Upworthy Weekly, we come out on Saturdays. Please give it a listen. Subscribe. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a comment, a review on Apple Podcasts that helps out the show so much, especially because we are brand new. As I've said, between one and four times right now, I've lost track. But anyway, please give it a listen. Uh, It's a lighthearted news podcast. We're taking a look at the most popular and engaging stories from the week before that ran on Upworthy. And it's, uh, it's just what your holidays need. And then when the holiday, when we're past the holidays, it's just what that part of the year needs. It's just exactly what you need. Please listen to it. Upworthy Weekly, new episodes every Saturday, wherever you get your podcasts. And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian and a real curmudgeon's curmudgeon. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a writer, producer, and Hugh Grant manifester. It's Wendy Molyneux. Tone Zone is here just calling yoo-hoo to all his friends. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board, love bus, say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little store-bought gingerbread house kits. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Joy Whitbeck. Uh, I am on Patreon. Bonus episodes of The Friend Zone. You can see this video of what uh, you are hearing right now. And it's a special festive video because there's a lot of Xmasy Zoom backgrounds going on, which I'm sure we'll get into. Uh, there's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. In fact, I recently sent a picture of Daniel snoozing in our bed with like 35 pillows. And I included the witty caption, does he have enough pillows? So that's the kind of hilarity you can get if you're at that level. And today we had a Zoom party and it was, <laughs> thank you, very fun. So uh, sign up for a year, get two months free, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I would like to say that's a good deal. hello and welcome to my guest, David Huntsberger, back in his Christmas cabin mansion. Hello. Hello. Wendy Molyneux, um, at the head of some kind of parade float that's part of the the zoo i'm at the zoo light oh i thought maybe it was like the uh main street electrical parade but it's zoo light i'm at the zoo i'm literally at the zoo for the zoom so there's a lot of noise on here 
She's turned That's into why. like a mosquito peacock also. Yeah. Yeah. I've turned into a mosquito peacock. Wait, what, right. what's the mosquito <laughs> part? Because I just see her as a beautiful peacock. Well, part, part of those are the, what's like the inside of the feather called? Like the tubing? Part of it's that, but part of it is like the leg. The tubing. Like the, the tubing. <laughs> feather tubing. Some, I'm going to agree with literally everything everyone says tonight. The tubing. Yeah, it's the, the, the feather. tubing of the mosquito peacock. Yes. Sure. So what's the, why is she a mosquito peacock? Some of the tubing goes in the similar uh, line that like mosquito legs go in. Oh, so she's like a peacock with like 480 legs, mosquito legs. Well, only a few of them are legs. I believe the rest are the tubes, mm. as far as I understand. Oh, interesting. Well, uh, Wendy, how is the zoo right now? Uh, just a lot of animals, you know, having a great time, loving to be captured. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling great because they're like, I know where I am. I got my stuff. This is great. People said it wouldn't be good, but I love it. They, they were love wrong. It. They were, you know yeah. what? In the wild, they would have to catch their food. And here they get it in like pellet form. Yeah. And like, think about it. Like we live in like, you know, say you live in 1500 square feet. They live in like thousands of acres and now they live in 1500 square feet. So for us, it would be like if they took us from 1500 square feet and then we just got to like stand in a tube. <laughs> so they love it. They love it. Just like, you know, proportionally right. compared to like, the, you know, the jungle or whatever to a little tiny room. They, they're loving it. We would love it. Too. You know, some people it. feel like that's bad, but I say, Hey, that's cozy. And it's less upkeep. You know, yeah, um, I have a cozy tube prepared for you in my house, Allison, and I can't wait to capture you and move you into it. You're going to like it. It's very cozy. Just so I get a sense of the tube that I will be moving into encased in. Is it the kind of tube, like, in order to turn around in the tube, do I have to just stand up and swivel? Oh, Allison, <laughs> you think you could turn around in the tube? What an innocent, sweet deer. Oh, I can't even turn around at all no, in the tube. Oh, no. That's like the lion being like, can I still catch something to eat in the zoo? No, that's the whole idea. And in the tube, you can't turn around. Oh, I've no. I've hijacked the intros again, though. Allison, it's okay. please. No, I... Ignore I, me. No, I... I it's sorry to, sorry to continue to this, but... It's all right. I oh, I've Googled what is the tube part of a feather called? <laughs> and what they know. say. And it didn't autofill any part of it. It was <laughs> unfamiliar with that question <laughs> thoroughly. Yeah. That yeah. and that's special. The, yeah, that felt kind of nice. Like, oh, you're welcome, Google. Add this to your algorithm. The rachis, R-A-C-H-I-S, expands to form the hollow tubular calamus or quill, which we all should have known which inserts into a follicle in the skin. So yeah. I don't know why quill was failing me, but... So I'm going to live in a rachis? Yeah. That, that Extends will... Extends into the quill. In, okay, cool. We've had sort of two separate tube things going on. David was still on the old tube thing, which is what are the insides of feathers called. We were on a new tube thing, which is the tube I built for you to live in. Awesome. Yes, oh, yeah. but it's inspired by nature's rachis. No, it's just because I want to keep you in a tube. <laughs> <laughs> and also inspired by the evil mind of Wendy Molyneux. Mm -hmm. You know what? Yeah. Uh, when we reconnected a couple years, a few years ago, more than a couple years ago now, we were doing some escape rooms. And I like that Ugh. you're keeping the theme. Yeah, but you will never get out. No, it sounds like I won't. But you know what? Nope. <laughs> I have Sorry, been, Daniel. I, Mine now. I've been thinking lately how I'm... Daniel hasn't that. even objected at all. He's like... Totally He's, ready. That's how enter to that's how entertaining this content is. I've been thinking that I'm like the world's laziest person. So what if it turns out that I just love living in a tube? That's it's fine. possible. That's what it's there for? Yeah. Uh, Daniel, hello. I see that you also are living in some kind of Chris. Well, see, Dave is in a Christmas mansion cabin, the same one we saw him in last year. It's where he. No, this is different. Oh, it this is? is a new one. Yeah, but this is. I mean, it's a different part of the estate. Oh. But where wait, I squat. Wow. Same, That's where I squat. But is it the same mansion, but a different part of it? But that yeah, looks like different so, wing. I see. 
But I, you can tell that the same interior designer worked on the whole thing because it's of a piece. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're getting used to this uh, pre kind of apocalyptic era. So I thought I'd feel it out what yeah. it feels like to when nothing matters and you can go just smash into someone's house and be like, oh, good. They have fruit cocktail. We can live another week. And then they have the lights on still. It just, I wanted to experience what that's going to yeah. feel like. And then Daniel, you're in like a Christmas hunting lodge, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the Royal Hunting Lodge. Uh, I'm waiting for the family to get back, and we're going to sing songs and, um, you know, wonder where the Queen Mother is. Hmm. Where is she? Where is she? She's eating figgy pudding somewhere. Well, it's wonderful to see you. Tone Zone, hello. Hello from Michigan. Yes, I was going to ask. Now, your background is just the California raisins, which I love. <laughs> yes, um, it was an honor of our of our friend, and here's why. The California raisins are so cool. <laughs> they really are. Uh, that's Betsy Sodaro, and she got me to watch what she describes as perfect comedy, <laughs> which is that handbell sketch from the Christmas raisins uh, special yeah. or Christmas the special. Clay, it's uh, the claymation Christmas. Will Vinton's claymation Christmas is the official title. Yes. And she posted a scene from it on Instagram and I wrote back perfect comedy exclamation point. And she just wrote back. Yes. And yeah, then I was thinking, I wonder if she's just like, oh, my God, you think that, too? <laughs> like, I was really just <laughs> saying what. Anyway, it is funny, though. So, Tony, you just drove across for everyone here and everyone listening. Tony just drove across the country with his dog, Bentley. How was yeah. it? How are you? Anything crazy happen? It was it was pretty easy, honestly. Like I kind of made great timing. We uh, left on Thursday, and I got here Saturday evening. Um, it was you know just days packed full of driving and pretty boring mostly. But uh, I don't mind it that much. Like I didn't find it all that hard. The weather cooperated and. Uh, Bentley was a good sport about it all. He was bored, but he didn't, you know, he wasn't uh, whiny or too needy about it. He just slept in the passenger side most of the time, which caused problems when we would get to a hotel at night because then he was super wound up because he slept all day. Mm -hmm. That was the hardest part. But uh, yeah, not too bad. But now I'm just in my sister's basement and uh, feeling a little bit like a zombie and cold. Nice. Well, I'm glad it all went well. Did it get boring or lonely? Uh, I mean... It wasn't the most exciting thing in the world, but it wasn't too bad. I just, I listened to a lot of podcasts and a lot of music and yeah, it, it's, I don't know. I didn't mind it, honestly. Nice. I don't want to do it, you know, every week or anything like that, but every now and then it's not so bad. I have oh, never. Oh no, that's what I've prepared for you, Tony. <laughs> oh no. I made Alice in a tube and then I created a car that you're trapped in. And in order to stay alive, you have to drive to and from Michigan just well, constantly. Well, so I mean, I'm very I'm sorry. I'm this, flattered you thought of me. Being like a peacock mosquito has made you now like a godlike figure who can create. No, I'm just for all of us. No, no, no. This is just a device. Like there's a tube for Allison. It's a physical tube. And for Tony, I made a car that he's, I'm going to trap him in. Yeah. And in order to stay alive, it's kind of like a speed situation. He has to show me that he's driving back and forth to Michigan all the time. So I was bummed to hear that he's not going to like his device I made for him. So if I <laughs> he said he doesn't want to do it every week, it seems like bad timing. This is like gift to the Magi. Well, he's out of the <laughs> car right now and you heart. have to somehow get him back into the car. No, it's a Christmas gift. So I wasn't going to give it to him for a few days. But haven't you blown it to some degree? Do you think he's going to get back in the car now? I, well, there's a whole other element to it where, yes, oh. I do think he's going to get back. He's going to have to, he's got to, He's got stuff to do in his that life. That would mean yeah. you'd have to have some leverage. Are you going to like threaten his dog or his family? I mean, how devious are you getting here? <laughs> this is just, this podcast is like a, it's like the movie Saw, where I'm just going to announce my tortures for each of you that I've created <laughs> for as your Christmas gifts. Allison gets a tube. Tony gets a car he gets trapped in. So we'll see what's up for you and Daniel. <sighs> I mean, naturally... I'd be a terrible host if I didn't ask what do you have planned for Daniel and Dave, but do you want to reveal it in your own good time? I'm going to unveil it as we go. Okay. Boy, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, I should say this is our 
Christmas episode in that this will air two days before Christmas. I guess it doesn't technically have to be our Christmas episode. Um, we are recording a day earlier than normal. It, I also am realizing I don't have to say any of this, but uh, it's in my brain. And, you know, if it's in my brain, it's out my mouth. And also it will be a little shorter than normal because we're also we're, we're recording another one. Um, so strap in guys, because a lot of exciting stuff is going to happen in a shorter amount of time than normal. Now, Wendy, I know, <laughs> uh, I know that you feel strongly that we passed by a good nickname for Tony on our way mm-hmm. to other, we kind of settled on the bad boy of podcasting. Although mm-hmm. in 2022, I feel like maybe I should let go I constantly bully him almost about the fact that he gave himself this nickname. And I don't know that anyone cares anymore. I still do. But maybe I'll, maybe I'll come up with something new. But anyway, I was interviewing Carly Weisel, who is a theme park journalist and just a delightful person. And I heard her say something on her show. And I said to Tony, you've got to clip that. And I think, Wendy, you'll appreciate it. Let's hear okay. it, Tony. Robes. She was saying robes, but she was so excited about it that it came out like that. Do it again. Groves. <laughs> Globes. Groves. 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 Yeah, that's good. That's a good way to say it. <laughs> I feel like I didn't react. No, it's okay. I, I, just, I mean, what? I don't know what she wanted. I don't know either. I feel like I can't fulfill anyone's expectations today, which is probably why I've become a super villain. Um, (laughs) the way Tony said, I don't know what she wanted. I felt like it was like I walked in on a conversation and you guys didn't know I was in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right here. But yes, that's fair. I don't know what I wanted either. I think I just wanted to hear Carly say robes. Where she inserts an L into it. Now, um, is, this, is this leading to something else? Nope. <laughs> it's not? Nope. Wait, I have a follow-up oh, question. Oh, oh, oh. That is going on a different episode. Okay. I won't, I won't say anything, though. Yes. And I won't say... Yes. Sorry. I, I, on the same wavelength as you, it is uh, put aside for... Uh, what will be the mm. the the net okay as you guys hear this episode the next episode the thing that wendy is talking about you'll know what we're talking about then okay so mm. when this is this is I like know, a no cliffhanger idea. this is why people watch succession because they don't know <laughs> what's gonna happen to kendall you know and they're like what's what's up with this now that's we're right. and we're pulling them in that's right are you are you cold there in michigan tony it's actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, it's it, there's actually not even snow on the ground, and it's like mid thirties or something, which oh, wow. normally would be a lot worse than this right now. I, I stayed mid-30s, the night thirties, thirty two ish. That's cold. like ice can form right around that temperature. Yeah, right? it can. Yeah, but so uh, but it's not too bad. Like honestly, I was in the rest of the country felt a lot worse. I woke up. I stayed in Lincoln, Nebraska, the night before, and when I got up in the morning, it was awful because it was super windy too, and it was just painfully cold the so wind you chill would was say like in nebraska you were probably pretty close to being the facts of ice <laughs> you, uh, you could ah, and it was I, worth it yeah i said it uh, a lot oh good I Everyone thought, was, when i checked into the hotel the guy said it to me yeah it was crazy <laughs> i thought you such were, an obvious nickname <laughs> yeah. i thought where that was headed is when you got out of the shower did you feel like maybe you needed to put on a robe? <laughs> um, robes <laughs> did you feel like you wanted to put one on so you wouldn't be the facts of ice I, yes <laughs> <laughs> thank you that's wendy my, uh, that's my improv skills it's it's not yes and it's yes my, i was trying to disappear into my background when all that happened but it doesn't work that way like your arms can disappear yeah your arms are in the rakuses you take Rake your high. dog you drive away you come back home you're there to stay the facts of ice it's the facts of ice you're in your sister's basement and you're having quite a time you had the facts of ice you're the facts of ice it just rolls off the damn when tongue. you don't wear a robe Baxton. <laughs> keep going wendy when you don't mm-hmm. okay so wendy so, you have made an offhand reference and i think it was off air to the fact that you're not in the best of moods it's true i would like to find out do tell unless you don't want to tell 
I've been working all weekend nonstop, literally working. And then I logged off at like 2.30 to take two of my kids. We all agreed we were going to try to go see that Enchanted Light show at Descanso tomorrow. I think we're still going to that. But beforehand, we were going to have a family gathering. Mm. But like many people have now gone like, should we? And then my sister fell and hurt her face. Not the sister who's been on this. Oh, no. And several of us couldn't find the gifts we were supposed to buy for people. We were like, you know what? Let's just go to that. But in the meantime, I had booked these PCR tests that I was paying for. And we went there. And the line was really long. So for I was in the car for 90 minutes with the kids. And then we got to the front and they were like, yeah, all our systems are down. That's why the, and I was like, wait, why didn't you guys come to the end of the line to tell us? So we were basically getting a PCR for something that's already been canceled, but it took 90 minutes. And like, we're lucky we could even get them or whatever. But you know, like you're in the car for 90 minutes, not moving with two children who don't want to be there. So I was already cranky and yeah. And am I allowed to say that I'm cranky about the whole Louis C.K. thing? Can I say that I'm cranky? Sure. Sure you can. You can dislike a Louis C.K. ad on fucking SNL last night. Like I'm just, I've got the Christmas cranks. I've got the Christmas cranks. That's a term. I thought that was just a movie. Is that based on a term? That's Christmas with the cranks. Oh, but I have the Christmas cranks, which is separate. That's a, a separate but, thing. But the if you had, has nothing to do with it. Is this an old timey term that's real? Or do you I've never heard it till right now. It's not real, oh. but it's real now that I said it. Right? Isn't that all that it takes to make language real? You say it out loud, and then that's a thing. Especially like, on my show. So, yes. like the well, sacks of ice is definition. also not a thing. <laughs> oh, I think we've all agreed it is. I think it's mm, I don't in know. a lot of dictionaries. I don't know. <laughs> but like also how notoriety used to mean infamous, like famous mm-hmm. for something bad. And now mm-hmm. I believe if you look it up, just being well known, good or bad is a definition. It's changed. And I know that language is fluid. And I also know this wasn't what we were talking about, but I know that language is fluid and how wonderful, blah, blah, blah. But I still feel like in that, come tune into my show on Fox News, but words should have meanings. <laughs> let's oh, not no, have them. Is, you know what? No. Like, let's not have literal, literally also mean figuratively. Cause the whole, I point, like it. You do? I do. You, I do it all the time. <laughs> because I decided to just let it go and then I felt better. And really? I say literally all the time. No, I yeah. don't mind you I don't mind you saying it that way. I don't mind people saying it that way. I mind the dictionary saying it that way. I don't mind that the meaning of it has I'm fine with colloquial and slang meanings, but I the fact that like now that is a definition of it. But at the same time I get and this is why I'm not uh I'm not uh a lightning rod enough for my show on Fox news to take off. But I get that the dictionary really is there to just tell you what a word means. So it should be in there. I'm going, I'm going all over the place with this. I just feel like when a word has a specific meaning, let's not have the dictionary also say it means the opposite of that. It's just, it's chaos. Now I'm a crank. When's your Fox News show on, Allison? And what's it called? Oh, it's called um, it's called That's Right with Allison Rosen. <laughs> and I like were, you left too much gray area. You've got to have more of like an attacking kind of uh, word, words come out. They they have a certain meaning. They got to go in a certain bathroom. Okay, you can't change what bathroom you go in as a word. Okay, find me, call me, Lloyd, go ahead. That's, oh my that's god, my show. It's a hit. I just got preempted by you. It not preempted is the wrong word, actually. I just got fired <laughs> and replaced with you. And boy, there's going to be a real big legal fight on this because when I pitched, that's right, with Allison Rosen, they told me that I owned the show. But now they're oh. saying that they own the show and they can just replace me with David Huntsberger. So Oof. I don't know how I feel about that. In my day, that's how, actually, I'm going to give that to you. I'll just become a writer for it. <laughs> that's fair i have a question <laughs> yes is, is joe rogan on fox news or is that a separate <laughs> thing i try to know as little as possible i about... don't think he's on fox news no he's not no it's just he's just 
Psst. that kind of guy. He's just a podcaster, right? He's not on TV at all, is he? He's on no, he's well, not on TV. I tried again. I tried to know as little as possible. So he was him. on news radio years ago. Why he did posts I ask? a lot of MMA stuff, and yes, he's a okay. podcast a podcaster. But he has he more and more things he says seem a little bit Fox Newsy. But did you guys see Tim Heidecker's? parody of joe rogan it was very funny oh i would watch that for yeah sure. it's really funny um okay so now we know why wendy has written the movie christmas with the cranks that's what you guys were saying dave how are you doing i'm good i i mean that that cranks thing threw me you can just throw that in like i've got a case of the clumps <laughs> i got i got a real norbit <laughs> I'm in a real Norbit right now. <laughs> I was having the Christmas cranks last week. And before that, I had been so filled with holly jolly spirit. And I was like listening to Christmas music every morning and, and cooking with Elliot while Daniel was decorating. He does, he's done anything that has made our house look better. And there's been a fair amount of it lately. It has been all Daniel. Um, but I was just feeling so Christmassy. And then last week, I was just like, it, my kids are also well, both pretty everyone s- got sick. Everyone in our whole, yeah. our whole house is getting sick. So I think we that took it out like, of me. Also, I'm getting my period, slight. if you must know. But, um, me too, Allison. We synced over we Zoom. Synced. Good job. Oh, Way yeah. To you That's too much information. So it's the kind No, of- it's just the right amount of information. <laughs> it's the kind <laughs> time of time to talk about our periods and show our tampons at work. Walk down the hall, just holding it out in your hand. <laughs> oh, that's a- I was going to like swing mine around like a lasso. Yeah. Well, if you've already opened it, then you can. Yes. But um, if you're just going to the bathroom and you want to keep it closed so that if you drop it, it doesn't get dirt on it. Right. You don't want dirt up your vag. I don't want dirt up my vag. Wendy, what no, kind of I tampons? If you do, fine. I'm not kink shaming you. If you're like, if that's a thing. That's I right. You kink shamed her pretty hard. Well, but I did not. Mm, it's not my mm. particular kink. But yeah, for someone who's out there like shoveling fistfuls of dirt up their vag, they might feel a little judged right now. Um, I guarantee you it's out there. There's one listener who's like, for a minute, they were like, <gasps> and then they're like, okay. <laughs> they felt a little judged, and then they realized we weren't judging them, and now they feel fine Did they again. stop shoveling for that second? Probably. I don't like, think they do it every second. It's not Every a now and again, there's a combination of behaviors that you're just instantly fascinated by, and shovel handfuls of dirt into a vagina coupled with listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that vaulted right to like a top end for me. I'm just so fascinated by who that person is. If you shovel handfuls of dirt or shovelfuls, really, <laughs> either way, into your vagina. Shove handful of dirt, maybe. Or what do you say? Maybe shove instead of shovel, right? You're like, you're not using a shovel. We don't want any of our listeners right. to get hurt. And also, right. pr- like, it would have to be such a small, like, kids at the beach type shovel that just counts as like a. What is that? It's called? a scoop. That's scoop. more of a scoop. That's a yeah. scoop. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe scooping scoopfuls of dirt into your vagina. They right. should make little shovels though, because that would be so cute. Yeah. For like tiny, like you like could just sugar. It'd be like a sugar one of those sugar shovel spoons. That's I think what I'm they saying. They have those for cocaine as well, right? Oh, it's like a cocaine thing. Yeah. They have a metal like Let's a stop the podcast and go get some cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was going to get us there. Like a cool toothpick handle, but then an actual forged metal end, like the spade part. That would be pretty sweet. I want that to use yeah. for my vagina. What are you going to use it for? Oh, my for your vagina, vagina yeah. dirt. So anyway, listen, listeners, if you put dirt in your vagina or the vagina of someone you love and also enjoy listening to podcasts, specifically this one, but we'll take any, please communicate with us. You can tweet us at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F or you can email us A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show at gmail.com. <laughs> Just hope some tweets right now or texts are going out right now. They're like, hey, are you still listening to Night Vale? That counts. Please, you gotta write to my friend. <laughs> yes. Dave, how are you doing? We know Wendy's got the cranks. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good. I don't think I have the cranks. I'm uh, just weathering through this pandemic and finding new ways to like maintain uh, a positive frame of mind, I suppose. Oh, what are those? Unique skill. Tell us about them. <clears throat> I log out of Twitter and I like for like probably two months now, I only maybe log in like once a week or something like that. And so it's, 
I've changed a lot of my little habits. You know, maybe you have like little habits where like, oh, I start my day, I check this, or I do that. I've changed a lot of those. I need to. And that I need been to. Very good. Here, wait, hang on one second, because I feel like Tony. I don't know what you're going to play, but I feel like you need to play something to indicate that this is a special something or other, because I'm very interested in hearing of all these little habit changes. In fact, on my other podcast, which I hope everyone's please checking out, we did a story about like someone uh, put out, like tried to collect the best advice like this of like tiny little changes you can make or even big changes you can make to get your life on track and stuff. I'm very fascinated by this because I am just, in addition to being very lazy, I am just a corner. I'm a horn of plenty of bad habits looking at my phone in the middle of the night, <laughs> everything bad that you can do minus like real big vices and murder. But minus yeah. that, I do them all. So Tony, play some thing and then let's hear it, Dave. <laughs> yes, that's Ooh. perfect. Thank you. There should be a giant disclaimer that that doesn't mean that I'm like thriving in any way. It just means I'm not <laughs> sinking below a zero level. I'm just keep I'm trying to just do this to keep my sanity. I'm stuck but... in a tube. So compared to oh, me, yeah, you're tubed up. Not yeah. yet. Not yet. Oh, I mean, I'm soon to be in a tube. I just I saw <laughs> <Yeah>. the future. <laughs> yes. Well, All right. I I one of my phones uh, became ruined. And when I got a new phone, it came with a um, uh, like a. I keep wanting to call it a harness, but like a holster that you'd put on your belt. Right, because you have a Blackberry. Yeah. And so now I leave it in the holster because that means when I have to go to my phone, I have to really make a conscientious decision. I really need to get a – like check this phone. Is this this worth deholstering? Yeah, exactly. And just little checkpoints like that have been very helpful. And then I have a messaging app so that everything goes through my computer. So I don't really ever need to be on the phone. Mm. And then just eliminating on the computer – like websites or things like Twitter where I just would find myself in a horrible mood and or having nothing useful going into my brain. If it's vital, word will get out to you Yeah, in that type of world. So little things come up now where people go, did you hear about this? I'm like, I didn't. But like I can fill that space with reading or writing stuff or just trying to be a little bit more productive. So I think that has been helpful. It certainly has not created like a thriving scenario, but it's kept me sane. Did you hit some kind of rock bottom that inspired you to do this? Because I own it, not I own the book How to Break Up with Your Phone. Nick Weiger sent it to me because we were talking about breaking up with our phones and it helped for him and I haven't even finished it and I haven't begun to break up with my phone. Uh no, it just I think I subconsciously didn't protect it very well when I was in a canoe and then when it and it just got the slightest bit of moisture in the wrong area that ravaged it. And I think that was a weirdly, uh, yeah, like subconscious thing where I allowed that to happen mm. because it's like you're just slowly going down levels. It's not like you're like, oh, I'm spinning out of control. I'm shooting heroin all the time. It's it's not that. It's that you don't feel that way with the phone, but it's just little like – I think everyone has this thing where they find themselves scrolling along on their phone, realizing what they're doing, continuing to do that, and then be like, I need to go to sleep. And then maybe – if you're lucky, you have someone in your life that goes, hey, hey, why don't you put the phone down? Hmm. Maybe that's happening. I, For me, it was just like when I would find myself endlessly checking it out, I didn't like it. And so hmm. the the ruining of it, I spent a few days without it and I really enjoyed it. So it was that. It was like the hmm. abrupt sort of departure. When were you in a canoe? <laughs> uh, I, it's like the one trip I took during uh, – the whole thing, you know, like it was post vaccines and everything like that. But some friends and I had been postponing this trip for years, uh, you know, or at least a year because of the pandemic. So we were finally like, let's do it. Let's be really safe. We'll do COVID tests, et cetera. And we did. And then we, we, we had like a magical day, even though it was all full of smoke in Washington, like just hanging out on this lake and taking our minds off of things. It was really fun. And then canoeing back, our canoe was too heavy. And my friend just abruptly goes, I'll just dive off. And when he dove off, like the canoe, like kind of capsized a bit and my phone took on some water. And then, so I, I had to navigate an airport, no phone. What a, wow. what, a what a ride. And at How'd one point you do I, it? Found, I just would ask people, where are your courtesy phones? And no one knew. Everyone would go, oh, I think they're by carousel eight. And I'd go to eight. No, they're at one. I go back to one. No, they're at five. No, they're upstairs. No, they're down by this. No, they're and then I finally got near the phones and there was a person on a cell phone, but he was standing right in front of them. And I go, 
are you are you using the and he looked at me like i if i asked him if i could borrow his gun it was just very like <laughs> what <laughs> no i'm not using a courtesy phone and so then i i uh called and got myself home but then i spent like a few days with no phone so that's what i recommend like throw it in a lake spend a few days without it see how you feel and then turn it back on but i i do think you'll find parts of it maybe you'll miss it like tremendously and it will be like a heroin kick or you'll be like, oh, this is ruining humanity. All yeah. of social media, all the things, they really are the worst things you could introduce to a species that's barely above chimps. Daniel, I guess we have to go canoeing. Uh, that'll ne- never be happening. <laughs> because of you or me? <laughs> because of you. <laughs> uh, mostly. Yeah. You could just lotion up your hands a lot and then get in the tub. <laughs> I mean, that you have your phone and your hands are slippery. Well, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. Then you're done. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'd rather go uh, rafting. That Then get in the tub? <laughs> and then go canoeing. <laughs> oh, okay. Allison's not a big tub person, though. I'm not. I've tried so many times. I'm not either. I don't love a bath. No. My sister loves them. So, like, she loves Lush products. She loves a bath. She loves them so much. And I've. it's just like that... Um, Jesse Klein has an essay in her book about uh, about baths, but people who love them love them so much that I repeatedly try and I just can't. I just I get in and I think now what, and then I get out. I like what I like a douchebag's bath, which is a hot tub. You know, that <laughs> oh, tub doesn't yeah. get cold. You know, <laughs> right? Get in a hot tub, you never feel sad. Yeah, like you're not getting douche. clean, but. Yeah, like an absolute douche. But even a hot tub, I find that I get in, I'm like, oh, this feels good. And then a few minutes later, I'm like, okay, now I'm hot and I feel weird. And I'm thinking of, you know, those signs in hotel jacuzzis that are like all the reason, all the people who shouldn't use them and all the like things that can happen to your body in one. Then I begin to worry that like, am I having deep vein thrombosis? I don't know what that is. Am I having a pulmonary something? And then I'm a ton of fun. Daniel would like a hot tub though. And I know that Wendy, you and Daniel are having an affair, so you guys can frolic in a hot tub. Cool. Yeah, but you know that our affair is super limited. I dress in a in a ghillie suit. I lay in your backyard. I wait to get the nod. I rise up out of the grass, and then a, I mean that's kind of it. There's oh, not like any. There's nothing else. That's it. Very, that's the whole affair. It's a very lawn oriented affair. So yeah, you feel like yeah. the dun, dun, passion lawn oriented. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> I that heard. Also too. a oh, dick no. wolf property (laughs) so the passion would not transfer to a hot tub i mean because there's no passion i guess is the thing it's a passionless affair that was only started as you recall because you were buying my husband clothes and you confessed to it yeah then we yeah you bought him some socks by the way why is there not a show on home and garden called lawn order yeah. I bet there is. Yeah, there has there to probably be. is. There has to be. Right. It's, it's like just like facts of ice. Listen, <laughs> you guys. If your Listen. spouse is having an affair with your college friend and it involves dressing up in grass, you might want to talk to someone about that. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot on this show. And this month, we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. For example, some people think you should wait until things are unbearable to go to therapy, but that isn't true. Therapy is a tool to utilize before things get worse, and it can help you avoid those lows. You guys know I'm a huge fan of therapy. It's helped me immensely. I... um kind of credit it with with a lot of the things that I've been able to do in my life. Uh, BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. And Allison Rosen listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash best friend. That's BetterHelp. Better dot com slash best friend. I also want to tell you guys about HelloFresh. HelloFresh is... Uh, my favorite meal kit. It's America's number one meal kit. The stuff is so good. We just had shepherd's pie. Hello, fresh shepherd's pie. Um, super easy to make. So it's like pre-proportioned items. 
uh, takes all the guesswork out of shopping. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. Um, save on average over $65 per month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. That's more money to spend on presents and activities and canoes and new phones. Um, go to... HelloFresh.com slash Allison14 and use code Allison14, A-L-I-S-O-N, 14, for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash Allison14 and use code Allison14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Okay, and we are back. Um, so... To Wendy's point earlier about getting the PCR tests and stuff, um, for a while, it was uh, it was feeling so good. And I kept saying, I don't know anyone who has co- I don't even hear of people having COVID. And it, that all changed this week, it seems like uh, my outlook or my comfort level in doing things, I feel like changed within the last three days. Daniel and I uh, had reservations at Castaway, which is this restaurant in Burbank, which is very big and has this big outdoor seating area. It's kind of up in the hills of Burbank. And because uh, our mother-in-law is here. And so we thought we haven't been out just the two of us. In, and I think a little bit, I might have been inspired. Wendy, I saw you posted that you and Jeff got out um, and went out to dinner. And mm-hmm. so we were going to go out to dinner. The, probably the first time that we've gone out to dinner, just the two of us in two years. And so we're pulling into Castaway and there's a huge line of cars, which was a bad sign already. And you could just hear they were just pumping black eyed peas. Like it felt like we were going to a private black event. Peas. Yeah. Uh, a private. <laughs> that ev- alone is a reason to be very upset. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> so we finally get in there and it is just so crowded I mean, sorry, finally get in the parking lot and it is so crowded and so loud and just mayhem of like valet and cars. And it felt like an event that I didn't want to go to. And so what we was f- an event. what? Well, there were like five of them. There were. F- yeah. But I mean, it felt like it didn't feel like what? going to a restaurant. It felt like going to the premiere of something or I don't know. Um, so I, I don't think I've ever been to a premiere of something, but you get what I'm saying. It didn't feel like a restaurant. So we get finally get in there and it, it, there's just people swarmed everywhere. There's like these placards for there's literally five different events. going. It's like Burbank Health Holiday Party this way, you know, G- Georgette's 50th this way. The, all these signs pointing to different. I guess I didn't hadn't taken into account just how big this place is. Um and so there, there are five private events going on in different places in the restaurant. We finally get inside. Mm. And I think that I had be that day I'd been hearing more about Omicron. And anyway, long story short, because I'm making this very long, we ended up leaving before they seated us because even though we were supposed to be seated outside, we looked outside and it was just so packed. That I was like, it's not, I just feel too, I'm too, I feel too unsafe being here. So we left. And what a great night out that was. Um, <laughs> and then the next night we were thinking of going to dinner and neither of us really felt, felt up to it. Cause like I said, like everyone in our house we're is sick. To get sick, but yeah. I was like, if we, if it was something I really wanted to do, I think I would still feel like if we're really safe and it's outside, it's okay. But given that we were kind of on the fence anyway, I'm like, let's just not take the risk because I feel like we don't exactly know what's going on right now. And I've heard like so many people I know now have tested positive. There's someone in their family who's positive. Like it, it is just back, I guess. Is that how you guys are feeling? Yeah. I mean, the people that I know, I think are getting better and they're not, you know, like it's a milder version, Mm -hmm. especially if you're vaccinated or whatever, but I still don't feel like trying to get it. You know what I mean? Like when we went out the rest, we went to this place called bar restaurant over in Silver Lake and it's, it wasn't crowded at all. And we were outside and you weren't even like close to anybody. So it felt, and also it was like a week ago, which like, that's how quickly this one is spreading. Is that like a week ago was a different story than today. So, you know, I feel like we're going to kind of slow down. We are supposed to still go to Enchanted and I feel a little like we're going to be passing by close to people, but we'd be outside and I'm going to make my kids keep their masks on. I think you'll be okay. We went. I think that'll be okay. Yeah, because Descanso is just big. 
you it's know. big. And, you know, I think also we'll be there like literally for an hour. Right. So I think if we can just get them to not like breathe in the faces of other kids, also our kids all have colds, but they're non COVID. I've had them all tested. They all got PCR. Um, so yeah, it does feel like a bummer though, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But they say this one should peak in January. So the, the curve of it based on how it acted in South Africa is like shorter. Right. So hopefully it'll kind of blaze through and be gone. But the problem is like, we're, you know, it's not going to affect us as much because we're not like hospital workers. Mm-hmm. That's who I feel bad for is they're about to get hit hard again. It sucks. I found that I just had, I had a lot of mis- misanthropy, misanth- misanthropy. Um, when I was in that parking lot, because once we decided to leave the restaurant, then we couldn't get our car for like 25 minutes, I want to say. Um, and I was just thinking like, I just have so much, I was, I found myself so irritated with everyone who was acting like the virus does not exist right it's now. Over. And I'm yeah. sure I was project, I, I was projecting a bit because how do I know that they, just because they look like they're having a great night out and they're not wearing a mask. They, I am seeing them out. So, no, I can tell. I can tell they were all jerks and I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> right, Daniel? <clears throat> yeah. I, I, it does continue to be weird to see people not care. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's shocking to me when you go inside and there's people sitting at the bar or something not wearing masks and it's like a lot of people and I, I understand maybe a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't have been that way, but I can get it. But it, it, do people not read the news? Like, I get that Omicron ha- happened really fast, and maybe it's just going to, you know, people don't understand that we've got another variant, like, roaring through our our, our population right now. But, like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just weird to me. I don't know. I had a person in my life that didn't want to get the vaccine and, you know, being very civil with them. And like, one of their questions was like, well, why? And saying, well, you know, the longer that we don't reach herd immunity, the the longer this very or this uh, virus has to mutate, develop new variants, like eventually things that'll be more harmful to yeah. younger people that'll fight through the vaccines already hearing that like Regeneron and some of these companies that have been pretty effective in hospital treatments are coming out and saying like, it's not as effective against Omicron mm. right. and that Omicron, like even if you only get in the nasal fairing, sort of I call that like, so the, the swab will catch like, Oh, you have a little low dose just in your face, but you don't, you're not going to get violently ill, but you can pass that along to someone else is like the perfect recipe for this thing to just keep matriculating its way until it becomes a super virus, something that we're all like, fuck, we tried so hard and now we're at this level. And that's like the most negative space to get to. Cause you're like, we're all kind of staying positive. Like, no, 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 we're ahead of it. But that is the worst. And like, when I enter that thought space, I get so bummed out, but we're fucking barreling right toward it. <laughs> we really are. You're, all the people that are on the side of like, ah, it's a hoax. They've lost all their pastors, all their radio DJs. They're all dead. And they just keep still being like, nah, nah. That's right. That shit. That's don't it. put that in my body. I'm at KFC doing what I want. None of it makes any sense. And I have to just like zen it out. Like it's going to be probably not as bad as that. It, we probably will get on top of it. But whew. We're uh, we're not doing as well as we think we are. We're not yeah, I mean, I I always just have to remember that like this is the same group of people who like believed that th- there were witches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people are like, this is why are people acting like this? How could they? And it's like, oh, like only recently have we been able to be like, no, no, the world's round. Yeah, like right. there's not like a like a a god on the moon who's gonna punish you if you like have sex with someone. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just like <laughs> this is very recent that like any of this was even abandoned. So it's like sure, this is everyone's brains. Like we're giving humanity too much credit that they wouldn't go like oh, the COVID's a hoax and um, the government's trying to put a computer chip in me. Like I think humans have always been like this. It's just really blown out right now. And those We're people have reproduced. It. Have you guys been to Salem? <clears throat> <clears throat> it will make it's 
the feeling leaving there was like so soul depleting because they've kind of turned it into like a tourist thing of like <laughs> witches and uh, but you read some of the quotes of some of the women they were the, the essentially like I can't stress this enough. COVID is real. Please don't burn me. It was that <laughs> thing. That's essentially what they're saying. Yeah. And then a crowd of people stood around and went, we got a burner. And killed them. And I mean, people got killed them. as yeah. imaginary witches, you know, 400 years ago. So, I mean, it's still the same species. We're still human beings. Because they like, didn't sink, like, right? <clears throat> The witch test? Yeah, or for various reasons. Like, they were near a cow that got sick or whatever. Like, you Mm. know. Did you say they were near a cow that got sick? Yeah, that was, like, part of it. Like, if a cow got sick, they'd see somebody, like, bewitched it and that kind of thing. I didn't know that part of it. Yeah. I mean, I experience a lot here at the zoo, you know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) When the animals get sick, I'm the first one they blame. So That sucks for you. Do you think you'll make it to, to 2022? I don't know. We'll see. They may burn me yet. God, I hope not. Get too near the aviary because one of the parrots is clearly ill. Yeah, I have not been to say. Daniel, were you about to say something? Nope. I've not been to Salem. (laughs) Daniel, he seems so sick. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just. Have you gotten tested, you guys? Uh, We have tested our kids. Okay. In there, it's negative. It's just there was a. What hand, foot, and mouth went through the school? Yeah, but that's not this. No, but well, I don't know what that even is. It's still, it's not this. They've just had a very wet cough for a few days. Ugh, and sorry. And now I've got it. And it's just mm. no fun. Yeah, yeah, it's going through whatever this is. Is going through the school. Like many, mm-hmm. many kids were out before they before the break. Um, I haven't been to Salem, but I have been to Colonial Williamsburg. And I have very fond memories of it. Has anyone else been there? I've been. I feel like I went there. But there was also a place in Indiana called Metamora that we always had to go on field trips. That was like, oh, here's what all the tiny times were like. But mostly we all just loved that they had like 10 cent candy. So yeah. everyone would bring a dollar and be like, I'm getting fucking 10 pieces of candy today. <laughs> like everyone was just so jacked up on the bus about that rock candy they were going to get later. I worry that. So that's all I remember about it. That, I mean, that sounds cool. Maybe we'll go there. If, yeah. I, I just worry that Colonial, I should probably like do some research before I take my entire family to Colonial Williamsburg. I feel like it's not going to hold up. Or I worry that it won't. What if it's like just like two blocks or something? Tony, have you been there? Have you played your rock shows there? I have. Well, and plus I used to live like 45 minutes from there. Um, but uh, it was never my thing. I always remember just not really caring and going and being bored by it. Yeah, that's not really my cup of tea. Hmm. You only care about Star Wars and raisins? Yeah, just cool stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to say hello and welcome to my new patrons, Wendy and Dave. You know what that means. Oh, no. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. Sign up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Hello and welcome to Jen O'Donnell, to Hillary D. And to Lucas Friedenberg. Um, I'm so glad you guys signed up. And I hope you are loving it. I love that you guys are patrons. And you know what? I forgot to make note of this, but I'm pretty sure Lucas signed up for an annual subscription. Um, And I'm just going to drop that into the chat. Lucas for annual. I think. Um, and uh, reminder, if you sign up for a year, you get two months free. So it's 12 months for the price of 10. That's a good deal. Uh, I love all you guys. Okay. Wendy and Dave, might you have a song? Um, yes. We have a song. Certainly. Yeah. We've and been it's working about, on I mean, I can, I, I hate to break this to everyone, but each of these patrons is lying and has a secret oh boy and this song is about what they're hiding um from us and like um like i'm not sure what the tune is so dave maybe (laughs) you could provide a sort of a tune yeah how does this one go is it fast or slow in my mind i think about it just like this jen o'donnell if you look real close and you check out the dollar 
bill. And you fold it just so. I think you will know when you see her wink and just give a little slight nod. Do a little tight wad. And then you look real close and see. There in the bushes, Jen O'Donnell has put something you will never believe. Take it away, Wendy. And that's that she's a leprechaun. That's clearly the name of a leprechaun. Jen O'Donnell is a tiny little green leprechaun and not a good one. No, she's one of those evil leprechauns who goes around killing other leprechauns like Dexter, but for leprechauns. And Hillary (laughs) is just Hillary Duff. Don't lie to yourself. Hillary Duff signed up. Hillary, we know that it's you. Don't be embarrassed that you sign up for a Patreon on Allison's podcast. And then there's Lucas Friedenberg. And the most important part of his name is the last syllable. He's a hamburger. Oh, you a hamburger. And we're going to eat him up, Lucas Friedenberg. That was so good. Oh, my God. I love Dave's part. I love Wendy's part. That was truly amazing. You guys, this has been super duper fun. Uh, I think it might be time to say to everyone, have a Merry Christmas if you celebrate. I hope you're having a wonder. If you have a break from work, I hope you're having a wonderful time. If you have a family, I hope you're having a good time with them. I hope you're not sick. Um, real fast, where's everyone going to be on Christmas? We will be spending the first part of the day here. And then uh, if we're well enough, uh, we'll be going down to visit my parents. What about you, Dave? Where will you guys be? Here in Southern California. Not entirely sure where, but we're not flying anywhere. We may drive to see some close family, but uh, we're just, it's the next few days are going to be interesting. It, it's weird to be back in that space again. Right. Um, so if it seems like there aren't major shutdowns or travel warnings, et cetera, then we'll, we'll drive. And if not, we'll just stick around here. Nice. Wendy, what yeah. about you? We're just gonna be here. And I'm not making any plans because I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's better. Daniel, I think I know and I think I already spoke for you. Or do you have any plans other than what I said? I plan to be really drunk. Nice. <laughs> is it me or has Daniel gotten sicker in the last that hour? That's what I mean. Like <laughs> yeah. when I was like, oh no, Daniel, I just felt like he just went off a cliff during right. this last 40 minutes. That was Wendy's uh, death to him, too. Oh, yes. Oh my God. We forgot to I never my got other one. Surprises. I escaped. My yeah. other surprises were that Daniel, I gave him a, a new virus. Corvid. What the fuck? <laughs> It is, you do die, but then your funeral's in a Corvette. So I think Ooh, it's kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's, there's, not, there's literally nothing fucking cooler than a Corvette. So no. you're dead, but cool you're living. As fuck. I love yeah. It. I love it. Thank and you. And then David is. Hell yeah. It's another, it's another speed type situation, like with Tony, oh. where Tony has to drive to Michigan and back, or he'll die. But David <laughs> has to sing a song about your Patreons. <laughs> His life. Oh my god, I win. So that's this I'm stuck in a tube, but but and my hands are like I can't move, but I'm going, yay! This is generous. (laughs) This isn't happening. Your hands are right down. Oh no, my hands are okay. Yeah, don't kid yourself about that tube. It's not fun. This is saw. This is an amateur (laughs) hour. My 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 spirit is happy, even if my Mm -hmm. body isn't. Um Antoni, what about you? Where will you be? I'll be right here, probably in this very house here at my sister's in Michigan. Uh, hopefully not in this cold basement, although I will be sleeping down here. Once oh, my it is cold. Get interesting. Town. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> cold like it makes you want to wear a robe. <laughs> I don't think that's what he was getting at. That's what I'm getting at. Now, I know where I know where he's headed, but I've had enough of that. Not really. I could never have enough of any facts of life reference. And by the way, I'm not sure when I'll unveil them, but I have a lot of opinions about live before studio audience that, uh, that reprise of that facts of life episode with Jennifer Aniston and Jon Stewart. And oh boy, you might think I don't have opinions, but you'd be wrong. Um, Listeners, thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a comment. Listen to all my podcasts. Follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Dave, where can we find you? 
DavidHuntsberger.com. I recently jazzed it up so you can find virtually everything I've made there. Uh, albums, comics I've drawn, uh, all the podcasts over the years, even going back to like Professor Blastoff, you can hear episodes of The Space Cave, which is interviews I do with scientists and artists. You can listen to episodes of These Are Those Tapes, which I do with Wendy. And there are links to see uh, Big Nothingness, which is my latest stand-up album slash visual project, all at davidhunsberger.com. Nice. Wendy, what about you? I'm at Wendy Mullen on Twitter. I write for Bob's Burgers, which you can watch on Fox on Sunday nights or on Hulu. You can binge everything we've ever made on there. And then I also uh, created and write on a show called The Great North, which is on right before Bob's Burgers. Um, and all of that is on Hulu too. And um, I'm on the podcast with David and uh, my Instagram is at Great North, Great Northy. Wonderful. And uh, Daniel? Uh, you can't. <laughs> Sorry. <What? laughs> you can't catch me anywhere right now. I'm sick. And Tony? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at <laughs> Tony Thaxton. And uh, my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday, Motion City Soundtrack Tour is about to start. So please be vaccinated and wear masks and be safe because uh, I might have a meltdown if this doesn't happen. So. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Listeners, I love you. Happy holidays. You matter. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. <laughs>